Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the opportunity to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 135 of Screwball, and we are coming back uh, under our weekly posting banner with an episode about the Hall of Fame uh, inductees and potential ballot uh, coming up for the 2023 Hall of Fame. There are 28 people on the ballot this year, and there are eight players on the contemporary ballot. So we're going to kind of run through some of the guys that we think are most likely going to get in for the Hall of Fame or have the best shot at the Hall of Fame this year, go over the contemporary ballot, see what's going on there, because there's already some controversy there with the, the guys that were previously on, just on the ballot. Yeah. There's eight names on the contemporary one, and I think seven or eight of them all, you know, they, at least seven of them could get in out of the eight. Yeah, the contemporary ballot, I don't even know how you vote for that, um, because it's just so tough. There's just really, like you said, like there's seven guys here I could name are all Hall of Famers, really. At least. Yeah. And there's only eight um, on there. Yeah, so uh, the regular Hall of Fame, though, uh, I think is a little bit more, I would say, more of a down year than we've had in the past. You know, we, in the past, we've had uh, Mo, Jeter, Ortiz, kind of guys that you you pretty much know are getting in or should be right, maybe a second ballot, you know, kind of guy. This is a little, There's a little bit more of a conversation around these guys. So considering there's 28 guys, we don't have all day to go through each of these guys. And let's be honest, you know, not every ballot, everyone's a Hall of Famer. It's just how it is. So I just wanted to run down this. There's 17 guys here that I wanted to just quickly name because they're at least worth mentioning that I just I just don't think really has a shot for various reasons, and that's uh, Bobby Breu is going to be on the ballot, Bronson Arroyo, Mark Burley, Matt Cain, R.A. Dickey, Jacoby Ellsbury, Andre Ethier, J.J. Hardy, John Lackey, Mike Napoli, Johnny Peralta, Andy Pettit, Jimmy Rollins, Huston Street, Jared Weaver, and Jason Worth. Um, those are the guys that, again, you know, Jimmy Rollins had a great career. Uh, Mark Burley had a great career. Bobby Abreu had a great yeah. career. It, out of those guys, uh, if you had to pick a couple that had, a, you know, an outside chance, and really you should get it looked at at least a little longer, Jimmy Rollins, Bobby Abreu, uh, obviously Andy Pettit, and um, uh, Mark Burley. Yeah. Those f- four guys there, you know, if – with a little bit more time or whatever, those are four guys that you could say, hey, they should have an outside look. Um, yeah. They all have very good stats. Pettit should be in other than, you know, they had the steroid issue with him. So if it wasn't for that, he probably would have been in by now. Right. Um, but those four guys could definitely get a look at. It's just at this point, do they have a – are they in this year? Are they in next year? No. Could they get in it towards the end of their 10-year run? For some of these guys, they have a couple of years left. Possibly, but outside chances. They have a better chance of maybe a contemporary – Something yeah. like that. So um, Somewhere down the line. But, like, I think Bobby Breu, definitely. I think if people should go look at his career. He's had a lot better career than people think. Yeah. Jimmy Rollins is a shortstop switch hitter. Had a great career. Pettit, if it wasn't for that, that steroid allegation there. And Mark Burley had a really a really good career. Just kind of nothing that really stands out. You know, he threw the perfect game, right? The yeah. rate was kind of a little high. just always pitched a lot of innings. And, you know. Um, I believe a high strikeout guy, too, for, for, for a, a lot of the years. For a while there, yeah. Um, so, like I said, they had really good careers. I just don't think they're worth putting time into right now because they're not getting in this year. Yeah. If they got in, it'd be an unbelievable turn of, turn of events. 
Because I mean, we have eleven other names here that we're gonna we're gonna rattle off um, and talk about that I think are either more deserving or at least worth the conversation. Not, and not, are, not this year, and then in the next couple of years. Right. It, at least you know, by the time that these other guys that we just mentioned are towards the back half of their voting process. So, um, so like I said, we have a few names here that dwindles the list down to just kind of the, the main guys. And I figured we, I'm just going to go in, in alphabetical order from how I was given the list on MLB.com. So let's start off with the first guy and probably the most controversial name on the ballot this year. Just the conversation has been taken over by Carlos Beltran. And um, when you're talking about pure stats, ability, um, and you know just the, the player he was during his time, how long he played, the fact that he's a switch hitter, I think he's in. Um, I know that people have started to bring up the fact of the cheat Astros cheating scandal, you know, just uh, other stat categories. Does he fit the bill? I think as a switch hitter, I think he's one of the best switch hitters of all time. Um, is he a chipper Jones stat wise? Not quite, but he's up there. And I think that he deserves a little bit more credit than he's getting. I've seen sports writers a little bit on the downside of him. Like they don't, not that they don't want to vote him in because I'm sure they'd want most of these guys to get in, but they just don't seem sold on him yet. And I do think that Beltron as a switch hitter should get in. Carlos Beltron's a Hall of Famer. That's just how it is. Yeah. Carlos Beltran's a Hall of Famer. Um, his stats are comparable to a lot of people in the Hall of Fame. He's, he's one of the best switch hitters of all time. His stats are comparable to Chipper Jones as a switch hitter. Hmm. And the stats that he lacks in some of the home runs and things like that, he stole more bases. Yeah, people forget about that. He's the most efficient stolen base... Right, I think he's got the highest stolen base success rate in LB history. Oh, I'm not sure of that. Is he like 91? percent It's something crazy. He's very high on that. And people forget he stole bases a lot. Uh, in the clutch, very postseason heavy player. Yeah, I mean, you could say, oh, you know, the cheating. Well, I get that. I do. It's not steroids. It's a different allegation, right? And then the Negroes got in. They yeah. cheated. Blatantly cheated. Gaylor Perry got in. Guys like that got in. Right. He blatantly cheated. So. Yeah, why is the hang up on, on Beltron yeah. all of a sudden? When, yeah. You know. I mean, he wasn't doing it. Uh, was he doing it the last year of his career as a player? Oh, yeah, it was the last year. Mm-hmm. Take the last year out. Right. Was he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah, it's, not even, it's, not even, it's still <laughs> so, not even really. Carlos Beltran's a Hall of Famer. As a switch hitter. Without being a switch hitter, you go, eh, I don't know. As a switch hitter, you go, yeah. He's, he's one of the better switch hitting players of all time. I mean, no, he's not Mickey Mantle or Eddie Murray or quite like that. Right. But he's still one of the best switch, hitter, switch hitters of all time. Same conversation we had when Chipper was up, Mark Scherer was up, to, to some of the best switch hitters of all time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to put it in perspective, he's a 300-300 guy. He's got 300 stolen, but 312 stolen bases. Yeah. And he's got 400 home there's runs. Only one 500-500. I think there's only one 400-400. And he's a 300-300 guy. And he has a 70 career war as a center fielder and a switch hitter. And he's got two, uh, 2,725 hits. And two World Series right? Cardinals and the Astros. Actually, he's only got one. Just 2017. He, he, he lost to the, the Red Sox. I yeah, think. right, right. In 07, I think that would have been, right? Yeah, he lost. Yeah, I believe he lost. He was there the year after. Or 04? He was, no, no, no. He was there late. They lost to the Red Sox. And what was that? Oh, 13. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was there. And Alan right. Craig and, yep. and Ortiz, and he was there. He right, came right after, right after Freeze in 2011. He yep. came there. That's right. So um, but yeah, series. he's he's been uh, there, you know, 
at least twice. Carried the Astros the first time he was with the Astros, right? In the Mm -hmm. playoffs? Yeah. He's like batting like 450. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember he, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, he's, um, you know, he's got 435 career home runs, batted 280 for his career, 70 war. And this is all as a switch hitter, which is very rare in baseball and very valued, in my opinion. In New York. Yeah. and um, A good portion of his career. And played under a lot of bright lights. Played New York, uh, Astros towards the end there. Um, Astros twice, really. Cardinals. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't uh, like he just kind of flew under the radar on the Royals his whole career. You know what I mean? So, dude had a great career. I think he deserves it. Um, I don't even think there should really be much of a conversation. He'll get it. Um, obviously, you have to have a conversation about just about everyone, but um, I think I think he should get in. I, I do think he will get in. Does he get in this year? I don't know. No, I don't think he'll get in this year. I think he'll be right at the end of the ballot when they go, all right, enough toying with this guy. Let's put him in the Hall of Fame. All right. As the years go on, things fade a little bit too. Yeah, that's true. It's just kind of you get separated from it. Um, and I think he'll be on the ballot. He he'll played. be back in baseball soon, and that'll cover a lot of it up. Yeah. He'll get back coaching. He'll be somewhere where he kind of gets back in the game, and I think it'll kind of cover things up. Right. So that's, yeah, Carlos Beltran and a lot of the conversation centered around the cheating scandal. So that's where a lot of people put their head at. But, yeah, so that's um, so that's kind of where we sit with Beltran. Good player and should be a Hall of Famer. Uh, let's move on to the next guy. Again, going alphabetically here, so you're going to get a lot of, uh, uh, you're going to get two H's here uh, that are you know, really good players. The first one being Todd Helton. Yes. Um, I think that's a Hall of Fame player. Uh, the problem is that I have with Todd Helton, not me personally, just how I think, because I like oh, to I, think how the voters get. You know what I'm going to say. Terrible, yeah. Terrible idea. <laughs> um, that Coors Field plays such an advantage, and I think that was a lot of the reason Larry Walker took a while to get into. And I think that's ridiculous, especially from a guy like Todd Helton who had such a good batting average and was just a pure hitter. Yeah. Uh, I think you put him anywhere. You could put him in... San Francisco, and I think he's he's bats just about the same. He probably lose a little bit of stats because of San Francisco, yes. but he's just the same hitter. Yeah, so I think you put him in any ballpark, so, and he's he's great. So his stats do differ a bit from home to away, but give me a player whose stats don't. Yeah, any home stadium, really. That's what I'm saying. Give me any player that plays home that plays away. Their stats, ninety percent of the time, ninety four percent of the time, or they're they're better at home. Does his stats maybe get inflated a little bit? By how much? Yeah. He had a couple extra hits, a couple of this. Is that the difference? He batted, what, 390 one year? 378? 379? I think it was like 370. And then that 360 something the next year, one of the greatest Rockies of all time. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, will he get in this year? I don't think so. His numbers will climb. But you can't discredit a guy because he plays for a certain team. Just You should take the Red Sox players out. You should take the players that play the Polo Grounds out. You can really take a look at the Yankee players with the, the newer dimensions after center field was was cut short. The, you can't tell me those stats aren't inflated. Polo Rams was 240. All right. Down the line. Oh, it was 600 feet to center field. It was 240 down the lines. Yeah. Fenway's 100 feet. <laughs> yeah, no one mentions Fenway. Oh, we can't, uh, what are we doing? Yeah. We can't take it. And you act like Colorado's so small, too. Mm-hmm. It's 355. Yeah. They... Down the line. With a, with a what, 10, 12-foot fence? Mm-hmm. Oh, it carries an extra 10 feet. Okay, so it's 345. Right. Wow. That's still huge. Yeah. And then they always talk about the, the idea that leaving Colorado and playing somewhere else affects you. Pitchers always said that. Mm-hmm. Their ball moves different in Colorado than it does somewhere else. So it's the same way hitting. Right. You see a guy's slider mm-hmm. looks this way. Well, 
at his park, maybe it looks a little bit different. So it's you have that concept too. You're you're fighting. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a stupid. It's a very shallow argument. Mm-hmm. It is. If I his agree. stats were ridiculous at home and terrible on the road, like he's a 200 hitter on the road and he's a 380 hitter at home, maybe we have a little bit different conversation. But you you, you play what you play. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best, one of the better pure hitters. Um, I think he's a Hall of Fame player. Will he get in this ballot? No, he'll get in eventually. Um, but again, Beltron, Helton, they're Hall of Fame type players. Mm-hmm. And they're both getting held up by one was a it was a scandal literally his last year of his career, and one was playing where he played his career. Yep. Penalized for being a, an honest, true guy who wanted to play in Colorado where he where he wanted to be. He can get penalized for it. Yeah. It's a shame, too, because he was a great player, and I think he deserves it. But like you said, I don't think he gets in, but I think eventually he does. I think he, I, th- I really do, th- and I think he got a pretty good uh, bump in the in 40, the 38 percent something like that. Which, if you keep that trajectory, you should get. Most guys get in at that point. Well, name a better <clears> Rocky. Yeah, it's kind of tough, right? I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go ahead. I'll wait seven years if you want. Uh, there ain't a better Rocky. Yeah. Ever. You can say Larry Walker, but Larry Walker's career wasn't as long there. Hmm. It overlapped too. That it was just as good. There's right. not a better Rocky. Yeah, it's it's you He's know literally Mr. Rocky. There's a couple of players you put on the Mount Rushmore for every team. He's literally on there. Like mm-hmm. the, the Padres, who do you have out there? It was, it was Tony Gwynn. That's why he's Mr. Padre. Well, Mr. Rocky would be Todd Helton. Right. Yeah, he deserves it. And um, <clears throat> whether the sports writers decide that, I don't know. I don't think so because it, that's just how they vote. But I think it's it is what it is. School approach too. They'll, they'll eventually kind of fade that out. Well, that's the thing. If you're not in sports writing, I think ten years they you can't be on the ballot or something. There's some there's some way they keep kind of the guys that really are not in baseball anymore out which is good um let's move on to the next guy i think a little bit more of a fringe guy a very likable guy tory hunter um oh, yes. great defensive player played a long time 10 had, times had, 12 times <clears throat> glove. Something, yeah i think he had he had over 10 i believe one of the most likable um, guys in baseball yep had great offensive stats played a while uh played for multiple teams twins angels you know um so uh, Detroit, I believe, towards the end, didn't he play for? Some, uh, yeah. I, I believe it was Detroit. Yeah, well, yeah, he flipped over the fence on the ALCS. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah, for the David Ortiz home run. There you go, um, one of the more iconic moments, too. He's yeah. part of that. Or two um, of them, Robin Barry Bonds. Robin Barry Bonds in 2 yeah. Um, I believe it was 2 But, yeah, I, I think Torrey Hunter's a Hall of Famer. Uh, another guy I just don't think gets in this year. I think it takes him a little bit of time. Uh, I do think, but I do at the end of the day think that Torrey Hunter is a Hall of Famer, a great outfielder. Stats, I believe, uh, comparable to other center fielders of the time and exceeding. And uh, I think that his good, uh, I think that his good personality on and off the field, I think is always a boost for these guys. Um, they really do take into account a player's uh, likability, and I think Torrey Hunter really exceeds at that. So. I think he's all famer. Does he get in this year again? I just don't think so. But uh, I think he, he gets close, and I think that it, another guy that as the years build up, I think he gets in. Yeah, I I really like Toy Hunter. I really think I'd like to see him get to the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they'll consider him a Hall of Fame player though. I can see unfortunately. that. Unfortunately, um, I would, in my case, if I was voting, I would eventually put him in. Maybe on a down a year or things like that. I'd put him in eventually. My idea also with the Hall of Fame has always been, you know, yes, it's 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 a it's a tight group to get into. But why are we holding guys out when it's it, we're picking hairs? Yeah. When we have guys in there that don't belong in there, 
I don't care what you say. Phil Rizzuto's stats will never be a Hall of Famer. Ray Shawk. Ozzie Smith. Ozzie Smith offensively is not one of the, probably one of the worst players in the Hall of Fame offensively. Well, defensively, okay, then Tori Hunter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, where are we arguing? Yeah, where are we at? We know. So, that's why, I, you know, I think he he's a borderline Hall of Fame player. I think, you know, he might get in down the line or um, on the extra ballots, you know, the con- contemporary. Maybe a down year he gets more consideration, yeah, um, you know. Me personally, I would put him in eventually. Will they put him in? I'm not sure. I think he's a borderline guy, but he had a really, really good career. Um, and it'll be close to see. Yeah, um, and going uh, – here's a similar player I want to get into because it's kind of the same conversation. Now, here's a guy I don't think they vote in, but I think should absolutely be a Hall of Famer, and that's Andrew Jones. Oh, um, oh. Defensively, I mean, come on. Um, offensively, fantastic. Obviously, the offense fell off towards the end um, as he got a little older, but the defense was always there. Offensively, in those early years of the Braves, he was a stellar I mean, there's not enough good things you can say about Andrew Jones. I don't. I actually don't think he gets in. I don't think he'll get. I just don't think the sports writers really put his career in perspective. But he's a guy I would vote in. Maybe not right away, but I would probably put him in. So here they're they're very similar, mm. Tori Hunter and Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer, mm. and a little bit different is yes, he has a little bit more counting stats. I believe he's has over 400 home runs. Yeah, Tori Hunter had 300. More yeah, counting stats. Andrew Jones, I think defensively, offensively they're 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 similar. I think all, his stats are a little bit better just because they're shorter. Three hundred had a little longer career. Mm-hmm. Andrew Jones, when he was young, he came up. He was a phenom, right? Um, defensively, they're very similar. Yeah, they're very similar. I think Andrew Jones they'll consider a better defender than Torrey Hunter, though. I think so. I don't too. think you'll ever sit there and say Torrey Hunter. You'll have people consider consistently said that Torrey Hunter was better defensively than Andrew Jones. Now, their stats are probably neck and neck defensively. I'd imagine, yeah. But I think Andrew Jones probably was more flash. The way he did things, it was like, it was smooth. And Torrey Hunter was great. I think Torrey Hunter is one of the greatest defensive outfits I've ever seen. And, and a guy that I, made me really like the game and like the defensive side of it. Uh, but Andrew Jones, I think, just gets a little bit more credit for it. Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer, though. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Because someone said one time that he might have been on steroids. All right, we'll take Piazza out. Yeah, you don't, even want, to, you don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. Exactly. So yeah. what are we doing? Andre Jones, one of the greatest <clears throat> defensive outfielders of all time. Torrey Hunter is too. Mm. I just think Andre Jones gets talked about more as being one of the greatest ones, right? It's just, yeah. You never hear Torrey Hunter. You always kind of forget about him. Yeah. Right? It's almost like you always forget about Seaver. Yeah. And that pitcher, right? Even though he, or Carlton. Mm-hmm. You don't really hear about those guys too, too much. Yeah. Seaver a little bit more. Carlton you ever hear about. No. He's just as good as any of the other guys. One of the better lefties ever. Torrey Hunter's yeah. very similar. You never really hear about Torrey Hunter, but Andre Jones gets talked about a lot. Andre yeah. Jones should be in the Hall of Fame. If not this year, he will get in eventually, I believe. He's just, he was dominant. I know. He was dominant. And he his, his phenom, coming up like Ken Griffey there and in the World Series and it's unmatched. Yeah, it's unmatched. I so. agree. He's he one of the one of the better uh, outfielders you would have seen in that era. And uh, again, maybe it's the pessimist part of me, but I just I just don't know why. I just don't see the writers really voting him in, and it's a shame because he should be in. I'd vote yeah. him in, but yeah, he's he's unbelievable. But we'll see. I hope they do. I hope I'm wrong. So one thing with that um, too is uh, there's a couple guys that um, if you, if anyone follows uh, Ryan Spader, he pushes for guys over the years. Uh, he pushed Vega Martinez. He eventually got in. He pushed for Tim Raines. He eventually got in. He, I believe, he pushed for Larry Walker. He eventually got in. I believe his next guys he's been pushing are Andre Jones, Scott Rowland, 
Um, and I believe Todd Helton, those are guys he's been pushing. So oh, it seems okay. like he's really been pushing and helping spread some some knowledge through through Twitter and some other things, which has kind of been helping, it feels like. He's, he's like three for three. Um, and yeah. he, he has been one of the guys that he's kind of pushed some stats on. So okay, good. Um, it's something to take note of. But he's a guy I think eventually people are going to turn on and be like, yeah, he's good. And Andre Jones' son being drafted, let's, let's, let's just put that right out there. It can't hurt him. No, it can't. No. Right? It just doesn't hurt him. All of a sudden, you you know, his, his Back kids. Back in the name, he's seeing Andre Jones again, talking about how good he was, or comparing him, and all of a sudden, you're like, ah, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, right, right. You know, <clears> just puts you back on the, the better side of things, right? You're yeah. Just like, oh, you know, I like this guy now. Once the conversation starts, people just kind of start remembering, you know, and uh, hopefully that'll help him. Uh, the next guy, I champion a lot. Um, I Maybe I understand why he's not in yet, but Jeff Kent, <laughs> I think, should absolutely be in stat-wise, one of the... One of, if not the best, offensive second baseman of all time. By position. Yes. By position, he should probably be in. Yes. By pure stats? Borderline. Borderline, yeah. Um, Borderline, probably... Probably, a probably on the lesser side. I was going to say, truthfully. probably on the 30 40% side yeah. than the 50 60%. But by position, yes. I think, yeah. And that's, that's where my argument lies, is that he is... And like I said, maybe top three offensive second baseman of all time. Uh, uh, Dominant his era... Played for a good amount hard of time. Pressed th- hard pressed to be third. Yeah, I know. It's what, Joe Morgan and then who? Exactly, Jeff Kent, probably. Um, you can't say Cano because he cheated. And even Jeff Kent's stats, if you go back and look compared to Joe Morgan, he had uh, some comparable, if not better, stats. Um, now, Joe Morgan, you're not going to argue against, but I'm just saying that's how good Jeff Kent was. Uh, I would argue him until I'm blue in the face. I th- I, I'm not even going to get into it too much. Um, I think he should be in. I should at the. I think at the very least he should just get more of a look, um, he, because I, I just think, don't think. I think people just look at Jeff Kent and they go, "Oh, Jeff Kent," and then they just keep moving. Kind of slowly been going up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll get in. I think Jeff Kent. I don't think he gets in. Truth. I think he's another one. I don't. Yeah, think he gets I don't in. think he gets in. I think he gets in on the on the contemporary down the line. Uh, yeah, which is fine. You know, Jeff Kent's a very good player. What hurts Jeff Kent is 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 Jeff Kent. <laughs> that's just it's it just that's literally it. Yeah. He was consistent, but he wasn't dominant in era. Mm. Even though he really was. Right. Don't talk about Jeff Kent being second base. He wasn't flashy. He wasn't dashy. He just got the job done. Consistently rolled his numbers out there. He never was on. He wasn't on a bunch of real good teams throughout the years. Right. There was a lot of years where he was kind of on some bad teams. He was on some good teams, mm-hmm. but he just never got that. Like he just was. Hey, Jeff Kent. never got that push. It's Jeff Kent. Yeah. Right. Right. It's literally like I asked Jeff Kent. That's that's how I feel like they look on the ballot. They're like, oh, it's Jeff Kent, cool. And they just keep moving. Like it's just it's, not. He doesn't get that that like you know that credit. Where it's like, well, this guy was really good. Yeah. And there's a couple of guys like that. Bobby Abreu. It's Bobby Abreu. But it's like, well, look at his stats before you just go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, I don't think he he gets in. in I don't the think so either. I think eventually he might get in. Um, position is his big thing, but dominant and era, five year stretch, six year stretch. He doesn't really have that. Mm. It's position based. Yeah, but I think also what's going to help him, believe it or not, is the idea that Cano was one of the top three offensive second basemen, and he cheated to get there. Right. So now you go, well, this guy, yeah, he did this it clean, guy was six foot something, and, and second. did it clean, and, and no one could compare to him other than Joe Morgan, and right. they're comparable. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I think it's something to take note of. Uh, I just don't think he gets in in the immediate future. Yeah, that's how, exactly how I feel. I wish he would get in, but it's just you know, Jeff Kent. It's just yeah, that's, that's the problem. Like. I don't I don't know how else like, really <laughs> I can explain know. it. It's just the idea of you go say it's Jeff Kent. You're like, yeah, because yeah, I I remember oh Jeff Kent's there, but then like I remember I looked at his stats. I was like, boy, I was like this guy, holy crap! You know, you actually look at a, a wide lens of his career. It's with his final stats. It's like Jesus, this dude at second base is the thing. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I'll, I'll champion him forever, but I, I, I don't think he, he gets in. was part of grabbing <clears throat> Dusty, Dusty Baker's kid coming across home. Was that Jeff Kent? That was J.T. Snow, oh, I JT think. Snow. Right? Jeff Kent was on the team, though. He was on that team, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. I think hey, he, he might have hit it. <clears throat> he probably did, to be honest. Oh, he was people, on deck. There was something. I think Jeff he Kent probably was, He probably hit it, and people just, oh, Jeff Kent hit it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, with J.T. Snow. Oh, yeah. Well, J.T. Snow, Jeff Kent. Yeah, that's right. This is Jeff Kent. You know, there's nothing exciting to it. Yeah, it's like, all right. These next two guys I'm going to bundle together because I think it's just about the same argument, even though one had way better stats. Uh, Manny Ramirez and A-Rod. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> it's, so Manny Ramirez, I believe, and I don't know why I always remember this just because it's a consistent number, but he had, he had 555 home runs. A-Rod. 696. 696, 3,000 hits. Uh, broke the Grand Slam record, uh, RBIs, everything. But it's A-Rod and it's Manny. Stat-wise, so. I know. Stat-wise, both should be. If you're just like, you know, if you're one of those guys that doesn't care about the steroids, like you voted for Bonds, Clemens, whatever. Black and white. Um, What's your stats tell me? Yeah, uh, they're in, and it's first ballot. It's but not even close. because of Manny's and A-Rod's, first of all, they weren't really well-liked in their era, even though they were dominant. Uh, Manny Ramirez, I believe, caught twice with steroids. Um, A-Rod. Well, yeah, performance answers for, Ma- for Manny Ramirez. Okay. I don't really know. I know if the it was steroids. Was, the one was a... a an estrogen to cover up the steroid. Uh, oh, right, right, right. So he didn't get caught with the steroid. He got caught with something covering up the steroid, which they eventually investigated and kind of came down to what happened. And A-Rod, um, I always remember actually, the same person that gave Manny the, the, the whatever he was taking was the, referred A-Rod to the same guy. Um, so <laughs> so they both used from the same guy. Uh, A-Rod, I believe, never failed the test, but served the 162-game suspension that one year. Um, yes. So, again, same boat. I think they're both in stat-wise, but I think that comes down to your personal preference. I know people are still hard against. You see, yeah. Bonds and Clemens didn't get in. So, um, I like to put it as simply as, again, you have guys who probably took steroids in. You have guys who did take steroids in. You have guys who cheated in. You have guys like, uh, and you want to go back, you can even go back. Hank Aaron, Mickey Mantle, Willie Stargell. Go back and look through history. Type them up. Look them up on Google. They took amphetamines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. stories about taking them. Well, they're illegal. They're performance-enhancing drugs. So, will they get in? Put an asterisk next to them. Put them in a steroid era. Mm-hmm. Put the asterisk there if you want. If you walk in that Hall of Fame, say that asterisk means they're not in the Hall of Fame. Then that's in your head. They're not a Hall of Famer. If you walk into that asterisk means nothing. Well, they're Hall of Fame then. All right. They'll eventually get in. Steroid era. They'll be in. Contemporary, right? They'll have this special ballot for steroid era guys. But they're not getting in right now. No. They're just not going to get in. I think they'll get the 40s. They'll get maybe 50%. They'll get 40%. Uh, maybe 60 because maybe the bounce a little less. So maybe they'll hit 60. Um, but they're not going to get in. Mm-mm. They're just not going to get in. Um, it's just it's it, it's too fresh in the mind. There hasn't been a decision made yet. And truthfully, if Bonds didn't get in, I think that tells you. Because Bonds well, holds Clemens. the home run record. And Clemens didn't Clemens even fail. never think... got in trouble. Won his lawsuit. Yeah. He, he technically was scotch-free. Yeah. And he didn't get in. So if those guys didn't get in, Manny and A-Rod don't get in. But I think that a time probably will come where it's just like, all right. The guy, Soon. They get, I think yeah. it is with Piazza kind of getting in. I know people talk about that. And Bagwell. And Pudge. And, of course, Pudge. He's a, he's a, he look like a steroid. Uh, <laughs> those guys getting in, um, it's going to open a door eventually. Um, yeah, I agree. But uh, it's just not right now. Yep. That's exactly how it is, and and they won't get in until we actually see them get in, whenever the time's right. Mm -hmm. So the next two guys I'm going to bundle together as well, um, because um, they're both relievers. They have K-Rod and Billy Wagner. 
Uh, K-Rod owning the single season uh, saves record. Billy Wagner being an absolute dominant force in his era. Um, Two completely different people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. You couldn't get more opposite his personality, but both dominant closers in their era. Uh, see, this is where I have a hard time guessing if these guys are going to get in. I would vote. I would probably vote both of them in, but it's just the, the voters are so weird with relievers. We're in a time with day steroid guys. It's the same thing we are with DHs. DHs, I think we're on the, on the better side now. We kind of passed over some of that. Right. But relief pitchers, we're at the same part as steroids. If you're not the best, you're not in. Hoffman yeah. took, what, six, seven years to get in? Right. And he's the second best reliever for the stats of all time. Yeah. But then you got guys who went back and forth before relievers were a thing. <laughs> Raleigh Fingers got right in. Dennis Eckersley got right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I don't understand. Yeah, so, whereas... K-Rod, one of the better relievers, is K-Rod a Hall of Famer? It, what, what puts him in? We don't have that number. Yeah, that's what, it's hard for me to say. I think like he's that's... one of the better relievers because he has longevity as a reliever. Mm-hmm. Anyone could be good as a reliever for one, two, three years. It's the five, the six, the seven, the eight years. The longevity as a dominant reliever. I think K-Rod had that. Billy Wagner, absolute dominance. Yeah. As a left-handed pitcher. As a lefty, it's got to always help you as a pitcher. There's just not that many of them. Right. It's got to help you. I think they both... I don't think they'll get in. I don't think so either. My I gut tells me get they in. don't. I think they should both be looked at very hardly. I think they both could eventually get in. Will they get in? No. I don't think they will. Um, and I think they could pave the way for relievers moving forward. Because Mo got in unanimous. But then after that, it's like... <laughs> baseball, you don't need a, you don't need starting pitchers anymore. Mm-hmm. It's relief pitchers. It's all you need. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Yeah, what are right. we going to do in, in 10 years? When it's all relief pitchers. What are we doing? Yeah. Someone has to make, you know, there has to be some sort of threshold to cross. It's 300 wins. It was 200. Now it's probably 250 wins. Now it's probably 200 wins. Home runs. It's like 500 home runs. You're in 3000 hits. You're in, but you get 400 home runs. You got a good shot. Right? You get 2,500 hits. You got a good shot. You're 300 average. You got like, there's things to get you in. Yeah. What's the relievers? Is it 400 saves? Is that what we look at? I mean, you know what I mean? Cause then you got Papelbon. We can go back and Papelbon. Mm-hmm. We can go back and forth with this all day. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they, they eventually, maybe down the road. Right now, they're not going to get in. Yes. Billy Wagner, uh, him, he, uh, I believe he was a, a right-handed pitcher to upper nineties to one hundred miles per hour and broke his arm and became a left-handed pitcher. Jesus, I believe that's the story with Billy Wagner. You have to check that, but that's <clears throat> the Hall of Fame story in itself. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe that's how. I believe that's the story. And to be dominant, that's crazy. But I, I don't think up, they right. get in. But I would personally, I think they did enough as a reliever, as relievers to to get in. I, I think you gotta you gotta like here's the threshold. You gotta make nobody an example. Nobody made that th- threshold, <clears throat> and nobody wants to take the chance to, to to kind of waste votes. Yeah, right. To give them votes if they're not gonna, if there's no threshold, no one knows what's gonna happen. So I think that's kind of why it's just a gray area, steroid gray area, and almost we're coming out of the DH gray gray area. But that's the same concept. It's like why. And in the, in the Colorado gray area, we're all in this kind of weird area with some of these players. DH, we're on the better side. Colorado, I think we're, we're turning. Relievers, we better figure it out because they're coming. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a wave of them all of we a sudden. We had Joe Nathan. We had a, we're going to have hundreds <clears throat> of them. Chapman, yep. Kimbrell, really, uh, hold guys. Like, what? what's... Yeah, what do you... Yeah. You know, what's coming? So How do you gauge it? Yeah, so we better figure it out. Just like the steroid guys. We had, we knew that was coming, and now we're in a, in a bigger wave of it. It's like, we got to figure this out either now or like... Or gonna, you just don't let relievers in, and that's just your decision, which is incredible and, to And me. relief pitchers in baseball right now, I mean, the Royals won the World Series because of relief pitching. Yeah. And and Houston this year probably won because of relief pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know what they do. Relievers are high-valued, I think, especially, like you said, longevity in a reliever is, is, is the key. 
Because you could get someone... Not dominant uh, you, in era. You can get guys who's dominant for three years. Yeah. It's longevity at the relief, relief pitcher. Yeah, because you could go get, uh, you know, Clay Holmes came out of nowhere from the Pirates to the Yankees. And, Jim and, Johnson. You know. He was on, I mean, he's it, on this ballot coming up, right? He had 40 yeah. saves three years in a row, right? Jim Johnson is on it next year, yeah. He had 40 saves three years in a row, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Three he, years. Un- untouchable for a few for three years. three years. Yeah. But and longevity then, was, was not good. And then, yeah, and then he blew up. And that's okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. longevity is key in relief. That's why Moe and Hoffman were so unbelievable. Their longevity to be down, that dominant at a position that's, you know, you you throw one pitch for me, it's a strike, you're great. The next pitch is a ball, go to the minors, see you later, I don't care. Yeah. That's the position. Yeah, it's very tough. It's tough right now, and, and uh, I don't know what they do. I don't think they get in. I just don't think they really pull the trigger the on it. aren't going to have I, the right answer. They no. never do have the right answer. They're no. always way behind the eight ball on, on, on turning the page on this shit. Yeah. So I don't think we're at the right part with the relievers. No. In a couple of years, I think we'll, everything will kind of open back up. And it's a shame because these guys are good. So, and they were good. Especially Billy Wagner. Yeah. Did everything, oh, my God. Everything the right way. K-Rod had some off-field things. You know, we'll talk about that. But, yeah. you know. But hell, for a few years, you didn't want to see K-Rod coming in. You no, know what I mean? So, he's dominant. He has a record. Yeah, that's, there you go. I mean, you know. So, I don't know what they do. I don't think they let him in, but I could be wrong. Uh, so we have three guys left. Might as well just bundle them all together because I think they all are on, uh, well, one of them I think is getting in, but I think they, uh, are all on that upper echelon of probably closer to getting in. You have Scott Rowland, oh. Gary Sheffield, Omar Vizquel. Wow. Scott Rowland's getting in. I think, I think, yeah. he sh- I think he should have already been in. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. so I, I don't even know if we really need to go over Scott Rowland that much. Scott Rowland is he, I think he's getting in this year too. So you know what Scott Rowland is almost Jeff Kent. Yeah. It's Scott Rowland. Yeah, Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland was... He's one of the better third basemen that you're ever going to see. I know. Defensively, I don't know if I've seen a better third baseman defensively other than, you know, Arnado in his time, you know. Right. But defensively, Jesus Christ, Scott Rowland. I know. And the guy, hey, he just showed up to play. He Every played day. all the time. All the time. Yep. He just... he's He'll get in. What are you at? 60%. Yeah, he, he was. It was a high. Yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot, honestly, that he had a high vote total. But then you reminded me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he'll." Because he's a guy that I think I'm like he's a Hall of Famer, but like the, the voters always just. Are, I don't know. I think if if Scott Rowland didn't play such a keystone third base uh, position like third base, he'd be in. Yeah. I think it's just like, oh well, it's third base. You got to be like the best guy. Right. To get in, I yeah. think that kind of hurts him. The position he played. Yeah, I agree. Um. He was good. I mean, he was, I know, he was yeah. Yeah, Toronto when he was older. The Cardinals in the 06, 07. That, I mean, he was unbelievable. Philly as a young guy, he, he was just, he was just like, it was the second coming of Mike Schmidt. Over yeah. There. Yeah, he passes the eye test and he passes the, the, the stat test. He was tough he as just, nails over there. Yeah. Oh, he was just, I mean, he was just, he was like a vacuum cleaner at third yeah. base. Just a great player. He's he's getting in. Uh, I think he deserves to be get, and he probably even already should have been in, but uh, whatever. Great player. Uh, Gary Sheffield, another Sheffield. guy, uh, should probably be in uh, stat wise. Five hundred eleven um, home runs. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, what are we waiting for at that point? You know, uh, I might... think he had a, actually. You know what? Now that I remember, he had a fairly high vote total. I think he didn't was he? in the forties. I think which he was is crawling up. That's a good trajectory. But he's coming towards the end of his. I think this is like a seventh year. Okay. He yeah, that's right. In what, like 05? That's right. Yeah, he is coming towards closer to the end. Uh, and um, but why is he not in? I, I know why. Steroid allegation. One guy one time said he might have been on steroids. Yeah. I just don't know. The consistency is crazy to me. Yeah, because they said one Piazza was on steroids. And everyone was like, ah. Yeah, he got yeah. in. But Gary Sheffield, someone said he was on steroids. No one ever. No one. There, there was no back to that. Yeah. Big Poppy. 
mm-hmm. allegations. He was on steroids, and there's some good ones there about that. Yeah. So a good and, chance he was. And then he walked right and in. He wa- so. Yeah, walked right in. So, so Sheffield, why is he not in? Well, you know, he was a... Okay, so let's just put it this way. He had five hundred, over 500 home runs, okay. Um, longevity, okay. Dominance and error, okay. I mean, I don't know what you're... Unique? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, he's... Everyone imitates his batting yeah, stance. Yeah, grab me a wiffle ball bat. Anyone who's ever grabbed a wiffle ball bat put to the old Gary Sheffield. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand what keeps him out. I don't understand what, either. What, he had like 2,800 hits? 2,700 hits? He had a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. 511 home runs. He stole a lot of bases, too. People don't credit him with. Mm-hmm. I think he had over 200 stolen bases as a, as, a, as a player. I think he's a 280 career hitter. I'll, I'll look it up now. And I think so he, he has the... more walks than strikeouts. He has just shy of 2,700 um, career hits. He has 509 home runs, still over 500. That was 511. But, uh, okay. 60 career war. 292 batting average, 200, he has 250. 292 batting average. Yeah. Okay. 250 stolen bases. Yeah, okay. Um, 200's a great threshold. Yeah. Stolen bases. 1,600 RBIs, 393 career on base, 500 career slugging. What's uh, a strikeout to walk? You um, strike out very much. Let me just scroll down For a free here. swinger to not strike um, out is impressive. So he had, uh, he did have more walks and strikeouts by a bit. That's impressive. He had four, 1,475 walks and only 1,171 strikeouts. So he had about 300 more. And as a free swinger. Mm-hmm. But he had a good on base. He was a crazy guy. Yeah. And he was um, a pretty good fielder. Yeah, he was. Started at third, went to the outfield, I believe, yeah, right? Yeah, the corner outfielders. He was just... You put him in the middle of your lineup, and you never had to think twice about it. Yep. Now, he might not be the greatest three or four hitter. And he, he had some years where he was. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, yeah. He might not be the greatest three or four hitter. But golly, in the middle of a lineup, I had Gary Sheffield. I never had to think about it. No, no you never really worried about it. No, you know? Gary Sheffield will be all right, you know? Yeah. He should get in. What is keeping him from getting in? I don't know if you can point to, well, that's the thing. Like the Beltron. People are talking about a scandal. Okay, well, there's what's keeping him. I don't know what, I, I just don't know. And maybe this is finally the year that it takes where it's like everyone's getting a look because there's not the one guy. So maybe this is finally where he, he gets in. Jesus, but I, I think I he does get in, though. I was a big fan of Gary Sheffield. How could you not be? I was I mean, a big fan of Gary Sheffield. And, and it's not just because he swung his bat around like a maniac. <laughs> it's just the idea that the guy, just he just got the job done all the time. And then yeah. I'll never forget that knuckleball hit eye level at Fenway. Oh. 500 feet. <laughs> yeah. i never seen a guy hit a ball, a tomahawk <laughs> a ball like that, and then just absolutely just, you just, just dominate a ball. It was unbelievable. One of the furthest, but I don't even know if it was a far home run. It could have been nothing. But I remember being a kid. It hit that and bat, was... and I was, well, that thing's never coming back. <laughs> yeah. That thing's gone forever. I, I can remember a specific time when he was on the Yankees, growing up watching the Yankees, and he hit a ball into the third deck. Uh, Yankee Stadium, like, old Yankee uh, Stadium. into the, th- yeah, old and Yankee no Stadium. And no one did that, as and, a righty. Like, up into the third deck. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just, like, it got there. It went up into the third I was like, as a kid, I was like, I've never seen a ball hit like that. And that's with Jason Giambi on the team, A-Rod on the team. Y- you know what I mean? Like, you had to, and that was kind of around the time steroids were kind of still happening he was you know what I mean player. so he was kind of built the same way all the time yeah uh, Gary Sheffield should be in the Hall of Fame he's a Hall of Famer he'll get in the Hall of Fame and he should be, should be in the yeah, Hall of Fame I think he will get it <clears throat> 509 home runs yeah what what more do you need he got the 500 so I guess if you just hover around 500 Fred McGriff Gary Sheffield uh, yeah, you just don't you can't be you, you can't be too good <laughs> yeah right right but you can't be not good enough yeah right right you're too good you don't get in yeah you gotta be in the mid tier there yeah cause we got a lot of guys who are really really good that aren't in the Hall of Fame that's that's shame. But we got Ray Shalk in there, Maury. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you got guys like you know Pete Rose and things like that who are in the Hall of Fame and some of the best players of all. And then they have all their all field innings. I get it, but yeah, we're here to talk about the best players. 
of the game. So let's talk about the best players of the game. The game. Playing the game. Yeah. Everything after that is is whatever. But we'll play the game. Let's talk about the best players. Yeah. And that leaves... um, He should finally get in. Well, yeah. I mean, him and Pete Rose, yeah. Um, But yeah. Pete Rose, I mean... Yeah, at least... He batted 400-something in the World Series that he threw. We talked about it before. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Um, So that just leaves Omar Vizquel as the last guy here. I'm not overly familiar with Omar Vizquel's batting stats. Um, I believe he... I believe 2,850 hits. I was going to say, he was awfully close to 3,000. I know that for a fact. Similar to Johnny Damon. Mm -hmm. Very similar. Yeah. Fielding-wise. Come on. Um, I don't even think I need to go there. Stat-wise, I mean, when you talk about, um, you know, hitter, uh, comparable, probably better than on Ozzie Smith. A switch hitter. Um, Yes, I believe. I believe he is a switch hitter. Um, Yeah, I think he is a switch hitter. Yeah, I'll just, you know, look it up to confirm. But he, you know, because I think a lot of the times the bar that a lot of people set is an Ozzie Smith. And, um, I think, I mean, gosh, I mean, I mean, uh, I I think Omar Vizquel's a Hall of Famer. But I think he was a switch hitter. That issue he had off field right before the ballot, I think it was last year or two years ago, really hurt him because he was on the verge of being going in. I think he Mm. had like 71% one year. Yeah. Or 69%. And, and then, then he had that and he dropped to like 30% because he had that all field I, issue. I think you're right. Also um, had 400 stolen bases, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, he had issues off the field more recently. Um, I think that for the most part, we kind of have a little bit more resolution. Maybe there's a little bit more clarity on that. I don't know what happens. I think eventually he gets in. Eventually. I don't know if he'll get in right now, though. I think this yeah. is too, too fresh. I don't know what the resolution was on that. But, yeah. I mean, but his stats, though. He doesn't have the number. It's the it's the longevity that got him to the number, right? Mm-hmm. But he, Omar Fiskel is one of the best yeah. shortstops defensively, any any position. Right at the top of say. that that Indians team back and, in the and day, a, and a switch hitter at almost three thousand hits. I mean, that's that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. There's not many switch hitters with three thousand hits. Not many guys with three thousand hits. Yeah, all those switch hitters. Yeah, I think there's only thirty of all time with three thousand hits or there around. Yeah. Let alone be a switch hitter to do it. You know. Um, yeah. It's, you know, Eddie that Murray up there. And, and off the field issue is what holds him up. Yeah. It wasn't for that. He's, he's, he's been in two, probably two years ago. And I think he still does get in. I think he does. Eventually. Um, I think it might take some years and maybe it's another another one off the ballot kind of thing. Yeah, which would be unfortunate. But, uh, but yeah, so those are the guys we wanted to highlight from the main ballot. Let's quickly get into the contemporary ballot. So I'll just name off these eight guys. Oh God, yeah. And these are some names. So just get ready. So number one, Albert Bell. Mm. Two, Barry Bonds. Three, Roger Clemens. Four, Don Mattingly. Five, Fred McGriff. Six, Dale Murphy. Seven, Rafael Palmero. And eight, Kurt Schilling. So that's uh, a hell of a ballot. Yeah, that's one of the be- that's some of the best players that we've ever, you know baseball's ever seen. Yeah, what do you even? So let's just get right out of the way. Let's just get the steroid guys off of there. Palmero, yeah. Clemens, Bond. I don't think they're getting in off this contemporary. Not yet. It's still they were just on the ballot last year and they mm-hmm. didn't get in. So it's still too fresh to put them in. You're right. Okay. Right. I, I just if you didn't vote them in last year. Why would this year, you know what, now they're not on the regular ballot, let's put him in. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm. Right away. I agree. I think you can take those three, Palmero, Bonds, Clement, I think you can kind of wash them away. Yeah, at least for now. Yeah, it could be close. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think because they vote on the, the certain ballots every four so years. often. So I think this one come up another four years or so. Maybe that's the time. It just, it's just, it just all happened. Like, yeah. it just, we just didn't vote for him for 10 years. Why are we going to, oh, now you know the 11th year, let's put him in. Yeah, right, right. Um, Schilling, I think, is probably similar after his issues there down the stretch. Uh, it all just happened. 
So it's like, why we didn't vote from last year? Why we vote from this year? Yeah, right, right. right? And there's a lot of sports writers that really don't like him. So yeah, even though he's I, one of the best pitchers, I know. And um, so yeah. he might be a one down the, down the line. So that's four off. Uh, Manly, uh, stats wise, I mean, he just didn't have the longevity. Yeah, the back issue, right? You could put him in. I just don't think he gets in right now. I think he's just not quite, quite there. Albert Bell should be in. Right. I mean, he was dominant for ten years. Me and this mm. guy around, and he just hit the snot out of the ball. Yeah. They hate him. I know. They absolutely and his off the field issues. Yeah, he's after not he gonna, kind of retired. He's not going to get in. I don't think he's going to get in. But I think eventually his numbers, maybe when he gets older, maybe when he even passes away, unfortunately, he might get in because he was that good. Right. Um. So that leaves Fred McGriff Fred and Dale Murphy. Fred McGriff's a Hall of Famer, and I don't care. I'll take Fred McGriff over just about any Hall of Fame. I don't care. I'll stand I right by that. Fred, 493 doesn't get in. 500 is first ballot. Yeah, I just 509, you don't get in. Well, I guess I was going to say 509, I guess. So you, you got know. a certain little number there, but Fred McGriff, the crime dog one, that should put him in right there, that nickname. <laughs> Big mustache, but he was so good on every team. Atlanta, Toronto, uh, San Diego. He put the race in the, down at the end of his career. He was just so, so goddamn good. Yeah. I... It's incredible. It's unbelievable. Um, and Dale Murphy just gets uh, doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's very underrated. Uh, yeah. Very undervalued player. And I think... I don't even think... I didn't see a lot of people talking about it. I don't even know if he gets in because he of... he also uh, played a little bit of catcher early in his career. Yes. So, I mean, not, not for nothing. That's got to help a little bit. Right, right, right. He was just so good. Big. I know. He played center field. He was like... I don't know. He was like a house out there. Yeah. He was... He, Big dude. I think out of this, out of this right now... And the steroid guys could sneak their way in. I think your best bet's Fred McGriff. Yeah. I think Fred McGriff. I don't, I don't know Dale Murphy. I still feel like maybe he's just got undercredited. Um, and maybe Madley does sneak his way in. I just don't think the stats really give him. I don't. The whole yeah. Thing. He's a tough, he's a tough sell for me. Even though I, you know, Madley was a great player. Talk about dominant in your era too. Um, well, yeah. Was fantastic. And on a Yankee team that really at that time was, was, yeah, was not great. So he was able to shine over there really. Uh, I think Fred McGriff is one of your, I would say, is probably one of your better bets. I've seen a lot of people talking about him. Sh- he should be in. He got uh, sports it, writers really championing him this year. Yeah. Um, his big thing when he at the end of his ballot was he ran up to a couple real good ballots. Yeah. And he was yeah. on for ten years. Then you get Ken Griffey and you had Piazza and you had these guys down the yeah. stretch of his like last couple of years. Here you're like, well, oh, Jesus Christ, these guys have to get voted in. Yeah, right. And right. then it's like, well, we're gonna take one of McGriff, I guess. That's yeah. kind of what happened. A lot of his years had the one guy. Had a lot of guys. Jeter, Moe, you had uh, Griffey, you had Piazza, you had Pudge. uh, I mean, geez, Louise. The list goes on. Yeah. And then you had the steroid guys who were in the mix of, like, uh, do they get voted for? You had Maddox, you had Smoltz. Yeah, glad. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, what? Like, it just kept getting passed. You know, so. I'm pretty good. I hit against those guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see that. I, I, I really think Albert Bell's a Hall of Famer, too, if he was more liked. Um, but Albert Bell's 10 years there. Yeah. 1,200 RBIs in 10 years. Yeah. That's hard to do. Right. He he deserves it. And I think he does get in. I actually do think that he's, he, <laughs> I think he does. I think he finally does. I would does. love to hear that speech. I know. He might curse them all out. Yeah. You guys finally, you know, he doesn't care. He probably bring Fernando Vina up there, run him over real quick. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, he's got his alcohol issues, so he might even show up not in the right spot there. But yeah, um, that's exciting. Those are some really, oh man, those are some players, huh? I know what a what a list. I, I don't even know if you just go pure stat wise. What do you even do if you only have three Rick votes or whatever? Rickerson. Yeah, I, I don't care he should have already been in, but and the fact really that it got in, here, but it's just too close to not vote. You know, you didn't vote last year. Why are you gonna vote this year? Yeah. 
but that's uh, that's the contemporary ballot, and that's the the main Hall of Fame ballot. Um, some good names, not quite the blockbuster names we've had in we've had quite a few years with, with blockbuster names. Well, you had those you, um, you had those guys for like what at. <laughs> Yeah, you got to vote him. That's in. a legendary you know. guy, you know. Which is nice because you'd like to at least see one someone or two guys. Someone has to be in Hall of Fame every yeah. year. So it was nice for a few years. You knew someone was getting in. Now you have a year where it's like, hopefully we don't have a Craig Biggio. Oh, my God. Where Craig Biggio had 3,000 hits, he didn't get in. So, that was um, I, I really don't want to see that. I think there's a high possibility we could see that. Um, but then I, I know you had reminded me Scott Rowland had a good, pretty good uh, vote count last year. So I think that... I think that on the gate, the the no Hall of Fame year. I hope year. so. Not uh, having someone get in the Hall of Fame with so many good players not in the Hall of Fame is absolutely idiotic. Yeah, I, I know. It's There's Hall of Fame players there. It's ridiculous. Every year you um, don't vote somebody in, you should take somebody out. Do <laughs> you imagine? Ray Shawk, get out of here. Yep, Ozzie <laughs> Smith shouldn't be a Hall of Famer and Phil Rizzuto. I don't care if you guys like him. I don't care. Oh, he's this, he's... He sucked. I, just, I don't care for shit. Offensively, it was like... Yeah, you know. I don't... You know, fight me if you want. Ozzie Smith sucked. He was just a fantastic fielder, and that was literally it. And Phil Rizzuto did nothing. What, he bunt the ball a couple of times? Oh, nice, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, it's those, crazy. Those are, oh, it pissed me right off, because they're not good players. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Right. So, we won. Are we going to go by this? I know. It's... Jack Morris took so long, and again, he won every year. <laughs> what are we going by? That's been my, always been my That's, thing. Yeah. What do we go by? Yeah. You want to go by defense? You want to go by winning? You want to go by this? All right. Jeez. So, that's my, uh, my two cents there. Yeah, um, I, I mean, we shall, we shall see. Uh, I think that there are Hall of Famers on this list, and you got to get someone in. And I think, I think they will. I think they I will. Hope so. No, but no I think there is will. a high chance. I, I really wouldn't be surprised if you saw. Oh no, there's no Hall of Famers. Oh, uh, I'd be, I would be, I would be upset. I'd be very. It would be a letdown for baseball. Yeah, I agree. It would be like you had an off season where you didn't have a bunch of crap going on, and you did that, and it's like now you're just you're just doing it again. Yep. Why not just have a normal off season? Yeah, it can't just be yeah. Can't just be uh, by the numbers year, right? Um, other than that, the last thing I got is a trivia question, obviously, right around the Hall of Fame. Who was the youngest person inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame? And the answer is Sandy Koufax. At 36 years old on January 19, 1972, he was elected into the Hall of Fame. Played 10, 12 years, uh, elbow issues, religious issues, uh, whatever other things I know they talked about. Um, but he retired very young. 32, I believe, he retired, and uh, a couple years later, he's in the Hall of Fame. So he's the youngest player to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah, uh, not surprised. Dude had a pretty short but dominant career. Uh, there's a lot of questions that get brought up of his Hall of Fame legitimacy. Um, not for pure ability, because the guy obviously was a great pitcher. It was just, you know, he only did it for... You know, twelve years. Say he was had a twelve-year career, and he was probably nine or ten years was was first two years. I believe he led the league in wild pitchers or so. Like he wasn't yeah the greatest of pitchers. So, you know, you'd say you have an eight, at least eight, nine years there where he was really, really good. But there's guys that did that and aren't Hall of Famers and had eighteen-year careers. You know, so I, I'm not sure. Um, I guess it was just time and place when he got voted, but. Uh, I'm not saying that I don't like Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax, great. Just give me the reason why he's in, and let's use it for everybody. That's right. my always been my idea. Yeah. You got this guy in because of why? Okay, it was dominant and error. Okay, well let's use that for other people. Got this guy in because he was defense. Okay, let's use that other places. He got this guy in because winning. Okay, let's use this then. Yeah. Instead of what's just... the criteria? Well, it was they were in the fifties, so we used it then. I don't give a shit. Take him the hell out then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's it's just confusing and it creates um, inconsistencies with voting. So. Yeah. But um, that's all I got. Uh, for this episode, um, for the future, 
you know, usually we start moving into t- every two weeks into the podcast. So we kind of start a, a list of some sort, you know, all time, you know, uh, players, all time positions, whatever. And then we move into our normal, you know, we move in our predictions in the normal weeks, but, uh, for next year, we are going to take a hiatus due to some scheduling problems and just not being able to get together like we usually do. Um, so I wouldn't consider the podcast, uh, dead and gone. I wouldn't consider it, you know, like it had never come back, but for now, uh, we don't have a, an immediate schedule for, for what we want to do when we want to do it. So, uh, we're going on a little bit of a hiatus here. We can still be reached at the Twitter account and Facebook account. You can still, uh, all the episodes will still be up and we can still be reached at our personal Twitter handles and Instagram and Instagrams. Um, but for now we are going to put the podcast on hold. Maybe something gets brought back in the near future. Maybe some uh, changes get made. Um, we always keep everything open. But for now, don't expect uh, episodes in the near future. But, you know, as we start to figure out what we want to do and when we can uh, make time to do it, then we'll come back and we'll make announcements on Twitter and, and you'll be in the know. Yep. So, you know, if for anyone out there, that was consistently listening. We appreciate your taking your time to listen to us and interacting with the polls and, and uh, you know, just loving baseball and, and connecting with it uh, with us through baseball. So thank you for that. And for now, um, you know, that's all I got. And hopefully we get to talk again soon. Yeah. So, well, me and Frank are obviously talk again soon but yeah, yeah. but i mean like you know us and the listener yeah you know, whoever yeah. you may be uh yeah so we'll see what happens um we expect uh a comeback or, or a change of um approach eventually here but at this point you know whoever listens whoever uh answered the questions friends of ours um random people you know uh just listeners uh thank you um comments on twitter uh the comments on facebook the 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 polls um, the likes, the retweets, favorites, you know, appreciate all of them. And we expect to be back in some capacity at some point, just, um, right now it's, 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 uh, tough to get to, um, to know where we're at until the next, for the next few weeks, at least. And, and then hopefully in the next few weeks and months, we'll have an idea. Maybe when the season turns on, we'll have an idea. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe we can even shoot a couple episodes out as the season goes on. If we're that late. Yeah. Um, it may not be quite as consistent of, of, of a, you know, of content as we are used to, but we'll try to figure what we can out. Yeah. An update know? thing, maybe something, but we'll figure it out and we'll keep everybody posted. But, uh, we expect to be back eventually. Just it's not the right time right now. Yeah. So again, thank you for, for listening all these weeks or months, years, whatever, you know, we appreciate it. Um, but, uh, for now, I guess, I guess that's it. So if you want to wrap this last one up for however long it is, yeah, we'll sign this can, one off. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast and all recent and uh, past podcasts on our website, screwball.pombi.com, as well as uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google. You can listen on our YouTube channel where we have past episodes as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RealMichaelPree. You can follow me on Instagram at MichaelPree. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And until we record again, uh, we'll see you guys later. Yep. Take care.